You're the singer. You want to hold the mic and be, sure. the, be the blank man? Yeah, I only I'll, got one mic, so. Pass it around. Well, Eagles this shit. <laughs> so everyone go go around the horn and introduce yourself so everyone gets everyone's voice. All right. I'm uh, Scotty from Artifice. Scotty Somerville, that is. Um, Michael from Artifice. <laughs> Michael Miller, that is. <laughs> I'm Cody and Chriswell from Artifice. Cody Chriswell, that is. Nice. First year at NAMM, take, tell me what it's been like so far. Oh, man, it's uh, it's wild. It's a lot of people and a lot of chaos, and the place is humongous. And trying to just kind of figure out what your next two hours is going to be seems to be the constant goal. <laughs> what about you guys? Same. It's good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you took all the things I was going to say. So. Way to be in depth about it. <laughs> What's been your favorite section to roam through? The drums were having some fun running through the drums. That was earlier. chaos. The drum world. I think yeah, I think your eyes lit up a little bit more, but I was just trying to figure out how to get out of there. I was hearing too many drum beats at one time. Yeah, it was chaos. What's your favorite part, Mikey? Uh, ESP. Probably. Oh, yeah. And playing. You know, playing is good. The monster booth. That's yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> Did you guys play that headless guitar? We did. Is that, all, all did you guys bring that guitar? Yes, it's it's yours. That. Yes. Strandberg, fantastic. Yeah, you have to come to by the booth at some point and check it out. It's pretty sick. I know. I want to see some shredding on that guitar. Some winger or something. Some yeah. 17. I love that song. You can probably rip that. <laughs> we were talking earlier, you guys are all from Nashville. Around Nashville, yeah. Surrounding it's probably the easiest place to say yeah. <laughs> And, and you guys would agree, and I've, I've been trying to tell all my friends coming back from Nashville, it's just there in May, that Nashville blows Vegas away as far as the party scene, as far as Broadway and that one street. It Broadway is insane. It it's does. nuts. Well, actually, uh, I think it was New Year's Eve, not this past year, but was, even a oh, couple oh, years six years ago. Yeah, that, and I mean, even like then, that. like, we couldn't even get across the street at some points because it was just everybody's rubbing shoulders, man. It's tight down there, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it'd be like, my scarf. It'll be like 8 in the morning, and there'll be the chicks pedaling the big bike wagon, you know, <laughs> just wooing and drunk all day. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, the tractor trailers going around with people yeah. drinking in the back of them. It's crazy. <laughs> we actually went on one of those, and it's like... They have to pour it for you or something. You bring your own booze, but they I think have to pour so. It for yeah, you or they got some rules like that. It's like you gotta like bring your own, and they can pour it for you or something like that. Matter of fact, I saw that too driving from the airport to to the hotel. The strip clubs are BYOB too. Yes, there's actually quite a few places like that, and I'm just it confuses me because it's like that's a lot of money you're missing out on, you know. Like, how do you cut somebody off? Like, <laughs> right. Just like, um... You can't have any more of the booze that you paid take for. Take their liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is that, is that just like a Nashville rule? Or is um, I think it's just... Yeah. I think it's just a city to city kind of rule. It depends on where you're at. Titty to city? Yeah, titty to city. But yeah, Nashville's definitely like that. Uh, but man, there's some risque strip clubs in Nashville, too. Like, they can get pretty freaky up in there. I know. Because. Oh, okay. <laughs> More in-depth answers because. So what do you guys got planned for the rest of this? You're basically halfway point. What are we what are we looking at for the rest of the year? Any tours? Any any SoCal shows coming? Yeah, so we want to get out to Cali some uh, time back again this year. Um, 
it's coming in June. We're going out with a band, Modern Minds, is going to be supporting us from Florida. They're super dope. We're stoked about that tour. So we're going to be hitting uh, what Texas, Everywhere. Florida, Louisiana, Ohio, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, Missouri all over California? the place. Not to California uh, yet. Yeah. We actually got really bummed the last time we had a run in California. We broke down in Utah on the way and got stuck at a diesel mechanic for 10 days. And missed, missed the California. Oh, yeah, day. playing the whiskey all, for the first time. And, you know, uh, yeah. All four of them canceled. Yeah, and Washington. Yeah. And I Dude. Know. Yeah. What the? <laughs> what happened exactly? The, the rear end, our, our RV was what? That one was a 96? It was a 92. I can't remember. It was old. The old RV. The rear end, basically the rear end differential or whatever stripped out. So it needed a whole new rear end. And apparently it's like the most rare thing in the world that you can find. And you have to find like an old used one. We had to get it shipped from like halfway across the states. It cost us like three or four grand yeah, that was a lot. to get it yeah. in. It was crazy. But... We finally got that sucker in, and we took it home, and we sold it. <laughs> How much of that is it being a mechanic, you know, beyond playing your instrument, writing songs, and, yeah. and being there for the tour, but now you also got to be a mechanic? I'm not claiming to be a mechanic, but from all the vehicles that we've tried to fix broken down on the side of the road, we can figure some stuff out. <laughs> Change yeah. a tire in three minutes flat? Yeah, luckily our sound guy is like a rain man when it comes to fixing things. He can just uh, fix anything, and so we'll just get him out there and let him grunt for a while, and he'll get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Any new music coming, or what are we, what are we thinking music-wise? Yeah, so our record reflect, uh, Reflections dropped earlier this year. Uh, we're still pushing it right now. We're going to start, uh, as soon as this tour is over, we're getting back together to start writing some new tunes and start laying some of those down, and we're going to just be putting music out more uh, regularly rather than just wait, like... We waited definitely too long between our last record and this record, and it's it was because we were really busy touring a lot, you know, and when we would come home, we'd only be home for a couple weeks. And then COVID happened, and we lost, like, two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now, uh, as soon as this tour is over, we're going to start writing again, get some more bangers getting put out, and just keep that cycle going, and, and one of those songs is going to catch, and it's going to take off. That's what we're ready are you, for. Are you getting away from the album format, just going to do singles, or is it going to lead up to an album? We honestly are still figuring that out. We've been discussing a lot of different things, you know, like we, we're all still big fans of albums because we grew up, yeah, you know, too. back in the day when you'd go get the yeah. record and read all the lyrics and check out all the art and it being a whole piece all the of thank art. Yous and yeah, yeah. So like we're still a big fan of that. But then on the other hand, the industry is going the opposite way. So we're trying to find, all right, how do we, you know, I guess make this work in the artifice world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the last thing I want to hit you guys with, uh, we're one of those old school radio stations. We do mandatory metallic every night at 10 p.m. Nice. nice. So I should talk to the guitar players probably on this. So since we have two guitar players here, is it, break it down, is it more Hetfield or, or Hammett for you guys? I'm definitely more of a Hetfield guy. I'm not a big Kirk Hammett guy. Honestly, I'm a Dave Mustaine guy. I'm yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> Hetfield all day. It, and it, I played drums as a kid, but everyone that says Hetfield is always about the right hand, right? Oh, yeah. His yeah. right hand is like a machine gun. Oh, yeah. His right hand is nuts. It's like a machine gun. Just like, and no yeah, one he, and he writes all down all the riffs all the for, for the most part he writes all the riffs right yeah 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 then Kirk just kind of shreds I think that's yeah. his primary <laughs> yeah role. no doubt you noodle away and hit that <laughs> wah pedal and <laughs> right fast and wah <laughs> do you guys remember the first Metallica song you've ever heard uh, yes 
I think mine was For Whom the Bell Tells. One. What was the song that had the music video where it was like kind of scary? Like they had like some deers, like antlers and shit hanging on the wall. It was like all multicolored. Do you remember which song? No, I think it was before that. I think it was uh, one. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I forget. But uh, yeah, one of those. It was something off the Black Album. It was on the Black Album, I think. One song. Yeah. I don't know, but it might have been Black Album. Is what I'm going with. Just the whole Black Album. Yeah. So, <laughs> this guy hates Metallica. I'm not a big Metallica guy. <laughs> so, look, we fight so much on tour, he gets, because we're all like pro Metallica. Mikey's kind of more pro Megadeth. Mikey, uh, he's and, in the middle. He's and it's cool. like, I think, like, obviously to me, I think Megadeth can shred harder, but I just like the Metallica songs more, you know what I mean? So, it's like a two edge for me. I'm just like, I'm if I had to pick one or the other, I'd have to say, give me some Metallica. Well, you know, the thing I always loved about Dave is he was pissed off and he had a good reason to be. Sure. <laughs> he had a chip on his shoulder and he's angry. And who does a snarl and, and shreds like that? I mean, his voice is so unique. Big, big, Very. big death fan. And look, he had writing credits on the first two albums, mm-hmm. the first Metallica albums. I mean, yeah, he ain't hurting. But ultimately, <laughs> we as fans end up with two bands, so it's not, not such a bad I mean, no, thing. we yeah. definitely maximized our music capabilities. So. Oh, Lots yeah, of sorry, music capability, but he won't hold the mic in front of me. It's fine. <laughs> so he trusts the singer to hold the mic. Yeah, that's why we don't give him the microphone. <laughs> wow. So, could we agree on one Metallica song to play for mandatory Metallica for you guys? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I can be cool with a lot of them, so you guys are going to be more picky, and then uh, I'll say yes or no. Mike, you want to pick? King Nothing. Oh, I'll go with that. That's a yeah, good thing. Yeah, I'll go with that. That's a little unexpected one. Yeah. It's some that's jamming, a good one. jamming little riff. Killer. We'll rock that one for you. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.